Courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. My guest today is Goody. Um, she's an intimate intimacy consultant, a sex educator, and HIV activist. She's been in the adult industry insider for a, over ten years, and she informs, educates, and empowers her clients with the knowledge that is sex that sexual pleasure is sexual health. So, Goody. Can you tell us more about yourself? Why are you here? What do you do? Who are you? <laughs> I am, I say I am a sex positive superhero. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I um I am a sex educator, so I talk to kids, teens, young adults, adults about sexual health and pleasure. Um, I do pleasure inclusive and gender inclusive sex ed. So it's not the abstinence only stuff that I I'm in Dallas, Texas. Mm. So it's not the abstinence only stuff that happens in Texas. Well, um, so in order to get in front of these audiences, I do offsite team building for the peer influencers. So the football team, basketball team, cheer, drill, we have offsite team building, air quotes. Nice. For the 17 and 18 year olds. So that because 17 is the age of consent in Texas. Okay. And I give them the medically accurate information and we talk about condoms and female condoms and dental dams and STDs and love and sex and respect <laughs> and trust and all those things in between. And then I send them off to go be the awesome kids that they are because you know our kids are talking about it. And then they give the accurate information to their peers. That's awesome. You better go so ahead. I do and... that. You be... But I also, <laughs> so that's the sex education part, right? Yes. So then um, the intimacy consulting part, I, I counsel and um, consult with couples and singles about addressing the challenges in their love lives. And because typically the receiving partner, that's how they manifest their power is in the bedroom. Yes. And so if we're addressing a challenge in the intimacy department, it's usually something bigger than that, but the manifestation is in the bedroom. So we just kind of unpack and navigate those things. Mm -hmm. So I do that. And then I'm also a dildo dealer. So <laughs> I, sell, I sell sex toys for men, women, and couples. Yes. Um, I, teach, I teach oral technique workshops. Um, which is exactly what it sounds like. I teach fellatio and cunnilingus. Yes. Um, and I teach striptease classes, and I do co-ed toy parties as well. So um, we just what gonna... I love to do is when the, with the co-ed parties to see the men's faces when they like see all the toys that are for them. They just lose their mind. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Um, but so I do that as well. And then people hire me to come into their homes and talk to their kids about sex because they don't want to do it. <gasps> You know, yes. so anything sex, anything sex oriented, I really do. I do speaking engagements, and I do HIV and AIDS activism. Um, so I do a lot of different things because sex is just this big, layered mm -hmm. mass, and yes. it, and it, it touches every part of our lives. Yes. And because we are so so unready to speak about it, and we have these stigmas associated with it, we just miss on it. Just misses so many different things. So um, basically, my goal is to normalize conversation and action around healthy sex positive sexuality and sexual health and responsibility. I love that. And that's why I say, can you hear my cake flapping in the wind? Because <laughs> that's, that's why I say I'm a sex 
superhero because yes, I mean, because I do you do lot, it all. A lot of things. Well, you gotta yeah. hit it, and that's the thing. I mean, it's so important, especially in our work, to hit it from all angles, and it's like. Once mm-hmm. you start educating one group, you realize that you're leaving out another group and you're leaving out another group mm-hmm. and there's so many more conversations to have. So yeah, I told you like it's a rabbit hole. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> We're all excited to have you on. And the topic um, that I mean, I don't even know. I could talk to you about like all topics. But our topic today for today is sex toys and really getting yeah. into that. So I'm trying to get into your dildo. What did you call yourself? Dildo dealer? Uh- yeah, I'm a dildo dealer. <laughs> my son, my son actually came up with that. No, no, he didn't. Yes, because um, he's when he was ten, um, <laughs> he was playing football, and I wrote a check for his football fees from my company account. Yeah, and he was like, "Mom, you're paying for my 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 football with dildo money." Yes, and everybody heard him. <laughs> And he was like, but mom, like, and so he was like, everyone's going to know you're a dildo dealer now. You know that, right? And I was just like, now he loves it. He's 13, so he loves it. But at the time, he was like, everyone's going to know you're a dildo dealer. And I was like, oh, I'm getting the t-shirt. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So. So, yes. So. We have a couple of questions for you. I even have some listener about, I think I have two listener questions for you as well by the okay. end, but really wanted to have this conversation because I know for myself sometimes, and when I'm talking with girlfriends, it's always about, okay, are we using them? Are we not? Are you getting the super crazy ones? Are you getting a little dolphin? And then it comes into <laughs> conversations about like how do partners feel about introducing them too. So I wanted to cover all of those things with you. And I knew that you'd be the best person to talk to yes. about this. So thanks so this much. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> so first things first, what got you interested in your work? How do, how does well, one, how does one wake up and they're, and they're like, you know what? I got to be slinging that D, dildo. Yes. What, what? <laughs> it's community service is what it is. Yes! Community service. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, actually, I mean, I, I grew up in a very sex-positive household. Oh, great. Um, it was very it was sex-positive in the, in the in a very dysfunctional sense. Mm-hmm. They wasn't fighting, they was fucking. But they were very open about the fucking. So, there's that. I think yes. my parents were swingers because I had lots of aunts and uncles, air quotes, but I can't mm. prove it. Um, <laughs> but, um, so there's that. And my mom, um, is a nurse. And so she talks about sex very clinically. You were and right. So it wasn't a big shame around it or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I've always been the freaky friend. <laughs> and it just, if people would ask me questions and stuff, and I, I started having sex earlier than everybody mm-hmm. else. I started having sex when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I've always been the freaky friend. And if people ask me questions about sex, if I didn't know, I was going to find out. And this was before the internet. This is when you got to go to the library. That's when you got to look through the encyclopedia. <laughs> yes. You, you have the microfiche looking at the newspaper. <laughs> like, this is real life. You know what I'm saying? You have a library card. Um, and so I just kind of, you know, I've always been that. And, you know, with, um, like, pure romance parties and stuff, like, mm-hmm. if you go to one and then your friend has one, then you go to one. So I kept going to the same lady's party. Like, every time I went to a toy party, it would be the same lady doing the presentation. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you really need to be doing this. You're great with people, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I hate sales. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I said, but I will have a party for you. <laughs> so I had a party for her. I bet my little hostess goal or whatever. Yes. And she was like, well, we're having a, we're having a sale on kits. 
And um, so you made enough money to almost get a kit. I'm going to put 25 of my own dollars with it. And you're getting a kit. And nice. you're going to do this. Oh, my. Wow. And, and that, was, <laughs> that was in 2006. And uh, so I did uh, passion parties before mm-hmm. Pure Romance bought them. Mm-hmm. I did passion parties for two years. They were just trying to move products. They weren't trying to educate or empower at the time. Yes. Now they are. But then they were not. Yeah. And so I did, did some research, found my own uh, vendor, drop shipper, and started doing my own parties. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, when I was doing the toy parties, it's like Mary Kay for sex toys, right? Yeah, so, right. You have to differentiate yourself from the other reps in the area. So I started doing little position stuff and little, you know, strip tea stuff and little nice. oral sex stuff, right? And they're like, I would pay for this without the toys. <laughs> Ding! Right. My bachelor, my bachelor's degree is in business management and development. Mm-hmm. So immediately, I'm like, how can I monetize this? Yeah. So, so what I did was I actually. Um, so what I did was, I'm also certified to teach high school English, so I used my curriculum development skills and created a curriculum for the oral technique workshop. Yes! <laughs> so there's a, when you do it, it's a $150 booking fee, mm-hmm. it's $50 per person, mm-hmm. and you get a 7-inch practice piece, which is lifelike. Wow. You get product samples, you get a uh, pamphlet, which is the curriculum, and you get a little askgoody.com tote bag. Yes! So it's well worth it. Um, you get a lot of value for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm! And I feel like it's not revolutionary if it's not accessible. Yeah, absolutely. So I try to make it accessible. Absolutely. But for 50 bucks, you're getting a lot. Yeah. And the toy is yours. I don't want it back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we go over the manual manipulation of the mouth, hand, throat, and penis. We go over gag reflex control, breast control, dental placement, manual oral manipulation of the penis, yes. uh, toys, edibles, consumables, fellatio-friendly positions. Diet, hygiene, and overall showmanship. I mean, okay. All right. I see you, package deal. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just developed all that, and I just started doing my own parties. And I actually hope to launch good girl parties this year, having other people doing parties for me. Yes. I love that. No, I think that's great. And we then, need more. We need more of that. They package it themselves, though. Like, I'll train them and give them, you know, give them the toys. Right. They don't have to be a goody girl. They don't have to be a goody guy. Right. They can name it whatever the hell they want. Yeah, and that's in the, they, and just, there. You and go. Show them how to model their business. Yes. Awesome. All right, I might, I might have to sign up. I might have to sign up. <laughs> but first, but first, I gotta know. I, I gotta know where to start. So, for us out there who maybe are new to sex toys, or maybe we're not comfortable all the way, or maybe we're we're just starting off with a little. With the the little ones that you could the lipstick ones that you could put in your purse, mm-hmm. where do we where do we start? Where should we start when we're thinking about sex toys or trying to buy one? Um. Well, I think that first you need to figure out what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Are you going to penetrate yourself? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to just do some clitoral manipulation? Got it. So if you're not trying to put anything inside your body, that already gears you toward a certain kind of toy. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say all beginners need a bullet. Okay. The small, the, the, cord, the very small one. Computer. Okay. Um, yeah, the little round egg-shaped vibrator. Okay. You also want to use lubricant. Anything you use that has a battery in it, you're going to want, I mean, a, a motor in it, mm-hmm. you're going to want to use lubricant because okay. those little moving parts warm up and they evaporate your natural moisture. Oh, I didn't but know that. Lubricant. Yeah, and, and it's not gonna like hot to the touch. Yeah, but just enough because you're water based. Yeah, 
to kind of just dry it a little bit so it's not as smooth of a rod. Mm-hmm. So then you have um, the lubricant that creates like a barrier between you and the toy for a smooth rod. But um, bullets are the most versatile toy, and you can use it with your partner because mm-hmm. what happens is most men think of sex toys as big, dick-shaped vibrators. Yeah, right, yeah. And, and so that's the problem with most men is that they think it's dick-shaped. They don't want another dick in the room. <laughs> they don't want it to be bigger than they are. You know? Right. And so what I tell my male clients, <laughs> I tell them, they're like, you know, it's not fair. My dick can't spin and it doesn't have ball bearings in it and it doesn't have, a, you know. And I'm like, but, that, but this toy can't smack ass and pull hair either. That's right. Hello? So it's not a, a replacement. It's a enhancement. Yeah. So, you know, we just got a trade-off, you know. But but a bullet is going to be the first thing, and that's going to be the clitoral stimulator. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. So if you're having, like, you put lube on it and use it on your clit just to kind of see how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. And they have different speeds, so you mm-hmm. don't have to start off at, like, certain speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just kind of fill it out. You can also insert the bullet vaginally and receive oral sex. Hold, wait, hold on. My brain, hold on. Wait. Okay. Wait, so we put it in, <laughs> put it in. Yeah. Okay, and then do the thing. And then you and get oral sex, yes. Okay, got it. I'm writing this all down. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and your partner, if, like when you're performing oral sex on someone, you can put the bullet under your chin. What? So that they can feel the vibration through your mouth. Oh. Okay, goody. Okay, I, none of these things I knew. None of these things I knew. And you can get a double bullet, so you can insert one, and then they can put the bullet under their chin, so you're getting vibration through the mouth and vibration in the vagina. All right. Okay, I'm, I'm with it. I mean, if it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> so I think so. I always tell people the bullet is the easiest to start with, mm-hmm. male or female partner, but... And the bullet is so versatile and various. Like, they have uh, bullets that are wireless. They have remote controls that plug into your computer, the USB on your computer. Mm-hmm. They have bullets that have straps on the back of them. So you can just put your fingers through it. You don't have to try to juggle that and the dick. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. Oh, my God. That is, I, I had no idea. So, for those folks with a penis, what would be the mm-hmm. starter toy for them? Or would you recommend a bullet, too? Um, well, so I would. I would recommend a vibrating cock ring for penis owners. Ah, okay. For masturbation purposes. So you slide the cock, you lubricate the cock ring. Okay. Slide the cock ring to the base of the penis or even past the scrotum. Okay. Got it. tighter fit. Turn on the vibration so you have the vibration through the base of the penis and masturbate as normal. That's so interesting. Can you leave the cock ring on while, while having penetrative sex? Absolutely. That's what it's for, actually. It's not for self-pleasure. <laughs> But I think that a man, or I think penis owners, yeah. need to be mindful of what that vibration feels like when they're with themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, See, and so that's a great starter for the, for the penis owners. And I also think that a stroker, but not just any stroker. Okay. It, there's a stroker called Little Tootsie. She's okay. a goodie exclusive. Okay. Now, I have a little video. I'll send it to you. Um, I'm uh, actually, you know what? I might just like, post it on my Instagram. Yeah, too. and if you send it to me, I'll but, put it in the show notes. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. so t- Little Tootsie, she is an amazing stroker, mm-hmm. and she swallows. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> and, oh, yeah. So I have to, that's why I say I have to show you the video, because the way you use her at the end, yeah, when you, you have to pull her and twist, and okay. she creates a suction. Wow. And it feels like someone's swallowing. It's just not you. Wow. Okay. 
And so you can use you can use little tootsie uh, by yourself as a penis owner, mm-hmm. or in addition to oral sex. I see. Okay. So that's just taking okay, it to so the next she's level. Awesome. Oh yes, and she's sixty five dollars, but she comes with lube and cleaner. Okay. And she's worth every penny. <laughs> so when I, I whenever I talk whenever I talk to folks with penises about about using a cock ring, the answer that I get is, well, what if it clamps down? And I don't, <laughs> and that only, what I mean, what? what if it clamps down? And what if I can't, like, take it off? I mean, I didn't say the question made or the answer made sense. I'm just saying, I don't know if you've heard about that. <laughs> I've never gotten that question. <laughs> um, well, because the ones that I like, I don't do, like, the penis cages, like the hard metal cock rings. Oh, okay. Or the, like, those are not the ones. Now, those BDSM, and if you're in it, I have that. Yeah. But, like, for beginners, yeah, um, they're like the jelly cock ring. Got you know, it. And so what happens is once you lubricate it, because you do not want to put a jelly cock ring on a dick without lubricant. Right. Because um, it's like an Indian burn because the penis is a whole other effect on the erection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so you lube it up and slide it to the base of the penis. I will say that um, pubic hair maintenance is important. Okay. Because you don't want to get any hairs in that. Oh. It's going to pull them out. Oh. So trim, shave, <laughs> right. nair, whatever you're doing. Um, and just and, and slide it down. Now, the jelly cock rings that I use, mm-hmm. they go up past my elbow on my arm. Oh, wow. So they're they're quite stretchy. So, yeah, so if your dick can't fit in that, we can't even be friends. <laughs> you know, we don't have to just, you know, hold hands in the park. We're going to have to figure something out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, uh, so they're <laughs> I'm doing quite, it myself, quite I'm not flexible. Doing it to my doctor. <laughs> 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 you know, have to explain some things. So, oh but, they, but they're very jelly and very versatile. So I love those. Okay. And what happens is once you once you ejaculate, yeah, you, you, the refractory period. You know, your your penis goes down. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easier to slide it off. Even if you're using the hard one, it'll come off. It will come, come off come, eventually. Okay. So with the so with the hard ones, do you, oh I guess you would have to put both the jelly or the hard one, whichever one you're using, um, while the while the penis is flaccid, right? No, no. no? The jelly one you can put on after the erection. Okay. Because it'll stretch around it. Okay, great. The hard ones you want to put on on a flaccid penis. Okay. And then stimulate the penis. However, if you really into some, you know, that's your king. Yeah. You might want to try to put it on an erect penis. Ooh, there's so many. With just a lot of loop. There's so many moving parts here right now. I'm just. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, what do you tell folks who are embarrassed to use or, or buy them, or what do you say to those that might have some insecure partners? I know for me. The first time that I got a sex toy, I I got it with my partner, and I mean it was it was it was not intimidating. It's like a medium sized, just I mean I only use it for clitoral stimulation, which is cool with me. Um, but I mean that was a mutual you know a mutual conversation, and but I also have some I also have some friends who were like, what? Uh uh-uh. uh, they ain't my partner my partner and letting that slide. Was it penis shaped? Um, the one that I got was like, yeah, it's um, it's not one of it's it's uh one of the how do I 
describe it? It has like the dial at the bottom. It has like a point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like the, it's, it's phallic, but it's not dick shaped. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. so I mean that yeah, one's see, that one's cool have for me. With that though. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like I said, for a partner play, I would say uh, bullets or like the G spot simulator. Mm-hmm. They're not penis shaped. They're not even phallic. Okay. Um, just because. Mm, Typically, penis owners aren't comfortable with other penises in the room. Um, especially, like, I don't want to say heterosexual ones because that's not really a thing. Yeah. But predominantly heterosexual. Yeah, yes. Hetero-leaning. Right. Um, they're very, very, you know, nah. Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> so, why you got another, think that there's why you got another person up in here? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, no, they don't, want to, they don't want to feel competition. And honestly, eggs and G-spot simulators and stuff like that have more feminine... Mm-hmm. energy and more mm-hmm. feminine design mm-hmm. and shockingly enough they're okay with that that's so that's really interesting and I, I mean for me i always say i always say to you know those folks like hey listen if you're trying to help your partner get there you know whatever it takes to help them get there that's a positive thing that doesn't replace you you know and so no, you know and because well, there's still the psychology of another penis-shaped thing, thing in the room. something I can't. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it's still a sense of competition because it's dick-shaped, so that's another man, another male-centered, mm-hmm. male-designed. Mm-hmm. It, it has a, an energy that is masculine. Okay. So in that point, they're feeling a competition with it. Mm-hmm. But a bullet or a tongue-dinger, like a tongue vibrator, yeah. or a finger vibe, they're not going to feel competition with because it's not phallic. Okay. All right. And that's it's just it's just the the fragility of the male ego <laughs> is all it is. But once you can dance around that and figure out what works for you and your partner, you're good. Yeah, I always say you know have a conversation about it. And when it comes to even just the the ones that are clitoral stimulators, there's certain positions. I know people often forget about the clitoris, but there's mm-hmm. certain positions where you can like you need you need that extra assistance in order to get you mm-hmm. there. So. I see it as a win-win. Just work it out. Yeah, as long as it's not phallic. I mean, because <laughs> the narrow de- the narrow definition of black masculinity does not allow for another dick in the room. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I feel yeah. no. I totally, I totally, I totally, totally feel you. And I think that yeah, I think it does require uh, conversation. And I would say in order to help those out with an insecure partner, maybe it'll be helpful to take, take, what do you think about taking your partner with you to buy or, um, to order? Um, well, I personally say go to askgoody.com. Okay. Yes, absolutely. But, <laughs> um, but, but there's, I think there's an aversion to going to the toy store too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, especially for people of color mm. because that's why people suck. Uh-huh. Tell us more. <laughs> like, that's more, like, uh, oriented towards, you know, what, what white people do. Mm-hmm. They, like, they go to counseling. They go to therapy. Mm. They, you know, go to the dog park. They go to the sex toy store. So there may be some stigma there, yeah. There's definitely uh, a line in the sand. And so if they're open to it, and then you have, if you do go to the sex store, all these big old dicks are everywhere. <laughs> and so that's going to be the point of contention. Yeah. And there's a lot of big white dicks, too. Yeah. If you notice, there are a lot of air quotes flesh tone yeah that's true yeah they are <laughs> so you got this you have so many different triggers happening that you don't even know because you're not aware of it. yeah 
No, and that makes sense. I have a lot of clients. Um, I met, I had a one lady, and she did not. She's like, I don't masturbate. Oh wow! And I was like, well, first of all, I don't believe. I don't, I don't believe adults that say they don't masturbate. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust adults that say they don't masturbate. Okay. Because you're lying for no reason. <laughs> not even that you don't do it regularly, but if you've never done it, you're lying. Hmm. So do you think there could be, if, if, if she says that she doesn't, I mean, do you think there could be something there? Like, I mean, I know for me personally, it took me a really long time. And that was based on, for me, it was based on like upbringing, be, like mm-hmm. upbringing and. Purity, myth, respect, yeah, politics, and I, politics, right. And I went to, yeah, and I went to Catholic school. And so they always talked about like, oh, waste, wait, I know, I know. So wasting <laughs> the seed or even just like the explicit act. And so literally I remember mm-hmm. just like, all right, I, I'm not, I feel those feelings, but I'm not. And so I think it took me into like my. I think adulthood in or like to like finally like let the guard down and all right, let's mm-hmm. see what this is all about. So what do you, yeah. What do you say to somebody like that, that might be scared or might have some, some stuff, I guess some baggage with masturbation. Yeah, baggage. I, I really try to dig deeper. That's part of the intimacy consulting. Yeah. Um, I really do try to dig deeper and unpack some things, but this young, this young lady that said she didn't masturbate, she thought masturbation meant penetration. Wait. She was hit she was she was flipping the beans. She was hitting the DJ. <laughs> the chicken, chicken, chicken. She was on that. <laughs> she, but she wasn't penetrating. I see. <laughs> she was she was flicking the bean. <laughs> yeah, she was flipping the bean. But she was not Word, penetrating right. herself, therefore not masturbating. Oh. Wait. And I was like, Do you have an orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> It's masturbation. Right. And it's okay. And it's whatever, like, it's whatever, whatever you want it to be, right? Yeah. I mean, because I have, you know, I'm very orally fixated. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so masturbation may not include vaginal stimulation at all. It may just be, you know, having something in my mouth. Mm. I see what you're saying. And so everyone masturbates differently. Oh, you just open up, you just opening up all the doors and everything right now. I have clients that masturbate with just nipple play. Like, that's her masturbation. She just, you And know, it's whatever so it feels good for you. For everyone. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But so we have to unpack. When someone says they don't masturbate, I have questions. Yeah, you want to know what's going on. <laughs> and so typically it'll be that they just don't define masturbation the way that we do. I see. Right. Bad professionals. Right. Positive professionals. Right. So, that is so interesting. Like, oh, yes, yes, pumpkin, you do masturbate. Yeah, and I, well, you know, it's it's just interesting because I think there, I mean, there's one, the stigma that may, that only folks with penises may masturbate. So yeah. there's that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then, and then it's like, it's talked about a whole lot more, like it's expected. Whereas I don't feel yeah. like I've had a lot of, I mean, as of like, because of what I do, I talk, I talk to people all the time about doing it, but I think I think even now when I'm doing like classes with middle schoolers, they're looking at me like it's okay to what, and I'm like it's okay to do what you do on your time and whatever makes you feel good. And they're like, nah, uh, what, what? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, female masturbation doesn't even come into play. Does not at all. We're not, not at all. These conversations with our little girls or our, you know, our vagina owners. Right. And I think that I think the other thing on top of that is. I'm going, I'm thinking back about what you said, um, in regards to sex toys being very phallic shaped. There's, you know, there's dicks Uh everywhere. 
And thinking through that, I wonder, do you think that's because that because the majority of like sex toy makers are maybe men and they feel like, well, this is the only way that people could gain pleasure? Because I, I feel like over the last few years, there's been this wave of like other shaped um, other uh-huh. shaped kinds of sex toys. Like I have one that's like a, the couple's masturbator and you sl- you like insert you insert um oh yeah the wee vibe yeah so i so i have mm-hmm. that one and then i'm i'm noticing that there's like little like oval shaped um toys mm-hmm. coming out now so why do you think that's happening or do you think it's just like now there's just more of a focus on what um what actual focus on on toys that are made by women or sold by women for women or what, yeah, I'm what, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and credit feminism with that. And I don't credit <laughs> feminism with much because I'm a womanist. I see I'm what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm gonna say feminism. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's gonna be why. Okay. Um, because the sex industry and sex pleasure industry in general have been very phallic centric. Very sick focused. Yeah. Even like porn, all that stuff. Yeah. So there's been this upsurge of female produced porn, um, geared toward what female women want to see. Mm-hmm. And so we've gotten involved in the design of toys. Finally. And what they're for and, and all that kind of stuff. And we realize that it's not all about the dick. Yeah. And so in that vein, so much has come from that in the evolution of design. And they're designed for pleasure mm-hmm. and not not this big dick stroking movement. Word. No, I totally get it. I, I Yeah, I just feel like there's just been this this shift, and I mean, I'm happy about the shift because I've I've walked now a thing. It's being appreciated. Yeah, and it's like I've walked into into some you know some of my friends' rooms, and they got the they got the dolphin sitting in the drawer, and it's it's <laughs> interesting because I've had so many friends be like, I can't believe how much money I wasted on this shit. Like I can't <laughs> I can't believe because it doesn't yeah. even fe- it doesn't even feel good, and so it's like even right. with the design, it's like are y'all even keeping like the design of like vagina and clitters like g-spots in mind like what what are y'all doing right now right. when you make this pointy <laughs> right this... i see the pointy ones and i'm like no <laughs> not happening yeah i think like, a I couple smooth, i want curves yeah i want something that's gonna make enough. me feel good right yeah right um, and i think i love the way they're so pretty now i hate that they're so expensive <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not happy about that, but I do want to design a lot of sex toys. Yes, you should. That are that are you know cost effective and for people with limited range of motion. Yes. Just you know, I'm excited about doing that too. I have a couple of things I want to do. We'll talk about it when I come visit. I am. I'm ready but, for that. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Love them, like the Tantra and the um, Lilo. I mm. love Lilo. Lilo is beautiful. Yes. Okay. I can't pay for them. I can't pay rent dollars for a vibrator. I mean, there's some out here that are just, you know, but you know, I, I know oh, what I they're know doing about. though. It's all about marketing, Goody. Are you trying to, are you trying to get this, pl- you can't put a price. Follow me. <laughs> you can't put a price now nah, on the pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm masturbating with this expensive ass dildo in the dark. Because <laughs> I had to pay my, I had to choose between my light bill <laughs> and, this, and this triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great because it's battery powered. I don't need electricity. You're like, you know what? Hit me up next month, y'all. I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> right. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of materials and things that 
um, and things that beginners should know and things that we all should know about sex toys. What are your recommendations as far as like materials? Because I, I have some friends that are like, they only buy glass, like glass sex toys. And I didn't even know that was a thing until I went to a conference a few years ago. And one of my homegirls was like, nah, mm-mm. I only, I only deal with glass and it's more sanitary. And I'm like, glass? I just... Yeah. My brain. And then you have like, and then I've read things where they say like the super, super cheap sex toys are made out of some sort of plastics that aren't good for you. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, what's your recommendation with, I guess, materials and then maintenance of the ones that, you know, if you have a good one, maintenance of the ones that we have? Okay, well, there are a few things. I love the glass ones. They are icicles. I want a curio cabinet with like a light in the top so I can display <laughs> my glass sex toys in order to they're beautiful. <laughs> they don't even look like sex toys. Um, so I want that. The glass is great. You can just wash those with hot, hot water and soap. Okay. They say, oh, you can put them in the dishwasher. Don't do that. I'm not coming to your house to eat if you put your sex toys in the dishwasher. Do you want Do you want the steak or not? Nah? I'm just saying, like. Right. No, I'm not. I'm going to get a sandwich before I come. <laughs> so, so those are great. Um, I think that silicone, medical grade silicone is probably going to be my favorite. Just because it has that give, it has like the firmness to it, mm-hmm. but it also has a softness to it. Okay. It has a little more realistic of a feel as far as penetrating toys. Okay. Um, glass is a little too firm for me. Okay. I love the, the versatility of it, like with the ridges and the nubs and things like that, and they're gorgeous. But as far as function, you know, I think that people want, if they want something more realistic, the medical grade silicone is going to be your best bet. Got it. The cheaper toys are not made of that, but if you look at it and it says Latelate 3, like P-T-H-L-A. Yeah. E-P, something like that. Yeah. Those, if it's that free, then it's good. Okay. Because the flatlates are the problem. Got it. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Fat, I think it's, is it, <laughs> um. If that's medical grade. The phthalates, right? You're good. The phthalates is a type yeah. of plastic, Yes. Right, and that's the kind that can cause problems. Okay. You know, when you have uh, vibrating toys or medical-grade silicone toys, toy cleaner is your friend. Toy cleaner? Antibacterial toy cleaner. Okay. Because you can't use soap. Antibacterial soap will crack and dry the silicone. Oh. It'll dry it out. Get out. And, and antibacterial soap is made for external bacteria, not internal bacteria. I had no idea. So the toy cleaner is very, very important. I had no freaking clue. Yeah. I just it's thought like, we had to like just hit the... your body with shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, that makes sense. You feel what so, I see what you're saying. You okay. You toy cleaner. I didn't even think about that. I just and... always thought about you just walk in, use some hot soap, I mean, hot water, some soap, dry it out. You good. Mm-mm. It just depends on what it is. Now, you can use antibacterial soap on it, but depending on what it's made of, yeah. it'll dry it out, it'll crack it. And then you have to buy another one. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. So when I sell jelly toys or Gigi toys, I sell it with lube and cleaner. Like, I, I package it. Nice. I'm like, you know, for 10 more bucks, you can get lube and cleaner. Right. <laughs> Some of it, I sell it with the lube and cleaner. You don't get a question. Like, little tootsie sheet comes with it. Mm-hmm. Because I want you to be able to open the box and start flat. Right. Wow. I didn't even um, know. And so, yeah, so you have to do that. And then with your battery-operated toy, you if you're not using it, regularly yeah. you want to take the batteries out okay because like they'll like start to you know get a little white powdery yeah stuff in there and it'll mess up your whole joint okay these so if you're not using them two three times a week just keep the batteries next to it okay 
Yeah, and, and store your toys in Ziploc bags. Really? Like, not you know, not in out. not in my dresser drawer where I have mine right now. You could, as long as in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> so, a Ziploc bag in your drawer. So why do you say Ziploc bag? Well, I say a Ziploc bag because it's not going to melt into the toy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have any like little hairs or fuzz balls, like those little those little fabric bags. Yeah. I mean, they're so cute, right? But no, <laughs> because your bag, your toy is going to have like little fuzzies, little yeah. hairs, and little. That's gross. Yeah. So I say a Ziploc bag and you squeeze all the air out. It's just more sanitary. It's just, you know, it's an easier way to keep it cool, dry. Right. You know, if you if you, if you you spill something in your drawer, let's say you keep like a bottle of water by your bed. Yeah. You spill it into that drawer now. That toy is gone. Right, right. If you have a Ziploc bag and the, the toy is in a Ziploc bag, at least it's... Safe. At least it's a little protected. If it's not a waterproof toy. What do we need to keep in mind when we're thinking about sharing sex toys? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, if you're in a monogamous relationship, you could sharing a sex toy back and forth between one partner, you still want to clean it each time. Okay. Uh, if you're in a threesome and you're using a sex toy on the same, like on all the people involved, mm-hmm. you we're speaking phallically now. Yeah. Uh, you want to put a condom on the toy. Okay. I have a lesbian client, and her dick is her dick. Yeah. So she uses the same dick on all her partners. Yeah. So she puts a condom on her dick. Okay. Now I have another partner who she lets her partners choose their dick. I see. And each partner has their own dick. And so they don't use condoms on their dick. Got it. Wow. So it just depends on how you're going to do it. Now, with a bullet or something like that, yeah, because it's hard, you can wash it with antibacterial soap and water. Um, and just, like, have it in your hand like you're washing your hands. Okay. And it's fine. Okay. But bullets are so cheap, I would say have a different bullet for every partner. Yeah. Give me give me my special I mean, bullet. Let me let me feel special in the situation. Yeah. I want a purple one. That one's a red one. <laughs> I don't know that one's been. I had a guy fly me to Florida once back when I was tripping before I got married. <laughs> and he pulled a toy out of his drawer. Oh, okay. So he was, he was somewhat prepared. It in the package. Okay. No, it went in the package. No, I- no, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> no I he had I the right idea. He, you know, it was the thought. No, I mean, the thought. No, you, no I don't know where that was. You flew me in. I don't know who flew in before me. <laughs> that is so. I just. I knew a player like his spare bedroom had like had like throwaway toothbrushes and oh wow, you know, like, in there. Oh so wow. No nah, hell no. Nah, you're not pulling a toy out your drawer. <laughs> it's not in the pack. All right, so, so I guess I, would say I guess that's a tip afford, there. Right. <laughs> so if you can afford to use and buy different toys for different partners, I would say do that. Okay, I like if that. If you end up, you know, if you do want to use the same toy with different different partners because it's your favorite, put a condom over it. <laughs> okay, that works. You know, because some of us, Goody, we're on a budget here, okay? I want to give yeah, you... Yeah, and like I said, <laughs> if it's not accessible, it's not revolutionary. And I consider myself a sexual revolutionary. If you go to askgoody.com, yes. it's very, very affordable. Gotta click do it. Click around and buy some stuff. All right, I'm a clicker. I'm a clicker. I think around. I'm gonna make a discount code too. 
No way! Tell we us! Do, we'll do Badgestine 15% off. Yes! You hear that, so y'all? The code will be Badgestine. You hear that, but y'all? Give me, like, till tomorrow. I will. Don't you worry. <laughs> We gonna let that we gonna let that check clear first before anybody starts uh you know starts buying anything. We got it. Got you. Got you. So when it comes to when it comes to sex toys, what I guess what are your top three recommendations? My top three recommendations would be a bullet. Got it. Of course, because that's my favorite. Hey. Um, a cock ring. Got it. And little tootsie, the stroker. Okay. Oh, that was simple. I thought. I mean, the stroker. I mean, yeah, I'm not all about the rabbits and all that. Because here's the thing: with the stroker, if you travel a lot or your partner travels a lot, you have a toy for that for your penis owner to have. So mm-hmm. Phone sex is better. Skype sex is better because you got a toy and they got a toy. <laughs> you know, they can use it with or without you. And when they use it with you, it's taking the work out of the job. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we trying to work smarter, not harder. I hey, I ain't mad. I ain't mad at it. I am not mad at it. Okay, and we can find all three of those on your website. Yes. Hey. And if you can't find not little tootsie. It's L I L tootsie. Okay. Because I'm country, so it's little <laughs> tootsie. Got it. <laughs> and she's sixty five dollars with lube and cleaner. And then all the bullets and stuff are there, and all the different kinds of cock rings are there. All right. Well, if what? they want something they don't see, because I only have a few stuff on the website right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. If they then they can just email me directly. And when I have it, I'm sure. I just didn't upload everything to the site. You hear that, y'all? I'm in the process of redesigning on the back end, so. Yes. I didn't feel like making the investment and trying to upload all that stuff. I know how it works. I know how it goes. I know how it goes. Well, we're coming. I know. I know you have to go, but I have two. I have two listener questions for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Um. So this comes from um. Be more current. Um. And this and and she says I tell all my ladies to try vibrators, but a lot of them don't want to because of the whole it's a machine thing. And she puts that in quotes. I want to know how to convince them. Uh, that it's so much more than that. What advice does Goody have uh, to encourage more ladies to give them a try? Um, I'm going to say qualify vibrators as like including bullets mm-hmm. because they do vibrate and they are little machines. Because mm-hmm. um, a vibrator, like a phallic vibrator, is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. So in that, let me qualify that. Yeah. Um. But I do think it's important to at least try something that vibrates once mm-hmm. in your self-exploration because if you don't know yourself, how can you tell your partner yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you said it, it took you a while to, to start masturbating, but after that, didn't your sex life improve with partners? Girl, I knew I knew where to See? tell. I knew where to tell them. I knew where to tell them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you knew not even to tell them where to move them. I, you knew you knew how to communicate your sexual needs. Yeah. Because you knew what your sexual needs were. Yeah, right. And I think that exploration without a toy is important, but sexual sexual exploration with an accessory. Definitely. It's just it's it's more thorough. You wanna yeah. be exhaustive. <laughs> yeah. You know, and do all the research you can. Yeah. You know, so I would tell um my clients that were kind of skeevy or iffy on it, just like we'll try a little bullet and just kind of explore yourself because if you can't 
if you're not in touch with yourself, you can't communicate that with your partner. Yeah, and I think to add on top of that, I think that even I think I think uh, we forget we forget that that we that we deserve the best, you know. And so it yeah. might be a little intimidating, but just like we come home and you set some little wine for yourself and you try and wind down, set some wine for yourself, make yourself look sexy in the way that you choose to. And just even start by taking a look, too, because I think sometimes, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I know grown women that didn't know what the clitoris was. Yeah. It's real out they here. They didn't know the difference between the vagina and the vulva. Yep. You're right. They thought, oh, I'm, so my mind doesn't look right. Something's wrong with mine. Yep. You know, there's so many things, because we're socialized to feel this way about ourselves, because, you know, patriarchy. Yeah. Hello. But... <laughs> I mean, it's important to just, you know, take a look and explore. Yeah. And I think vibrators in any capacity are a big part of that. Yeah, and we got to be gentle. I think with anything, uh, we got to be gentle with ourselves. We got to take it slow. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I know I know the first time that I used one, I was like, all right, you know what? This one speed right here, that's my speed right there. I'm just keep it on the low. Just mm-hmm. keep it on low. And then as time went on, I think... Um, I think becoming more comfortable and just having that sensual time for yourself, however you define that, I think that will help them in, and, and, and work and, and thinking, cause I mean, who cares if it's a machine, you know, it's like, it is yeah. what it is. The machine. <laughs> right. It is what it is. You ain't got to share it with nobody. You ain't ha- you don't have to tell the world about it. It's, it's just your thing. And so, um, you know, wind and down and take because, some time for yourself. Because beauty and sex are so closely related. Mm. When you have, when you explore yourself and you improve your sexual confidence, your overall confidence improves. Yeah. You walk different. Yes. You talk different. Right. Smile different. There's a the sensuality versus sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so exploring yourself is the sensual, the touch, the taste, the smell. Yes. And you may be able to explore yourself in a way with a vibrator that you can't do without love. Right. I didn't realize I was a squirter until I used a bullet. Get out! Okay, I see you. You know, and I mean, every woman with a God-given vagina can squirt. Mm-hmm. But you have to get yourself there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have to recognize, be able to recognize that sensation. Okay, I might have you... When you're with your partner by yourself in order to squirt. I might have you on to, uh, to, t- to teach us how to do that on the later show. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yes. You got my number, girl. Call me. I'm going to call you. (laughs) All right. The last question I have comes from PG. And it's, and, and he says, have any other, have any other men vouch for the vagina authenticity of a fleshlight? (laughs) Take that as you will, Goody. (laughs) Okay. So, yes. I'm guessing he asked us to feel like real pussy, right? Um. (laughs) I would say he needs a tootsie, not a flashlight. Got only it. because they're easier to clean. Mm-hmm. Tootsie is easier to clean. And tootsie stretches differently. Mm-hmm. Like, with a flashlight, it's in that little case. Oh, yes, it is. And so if you're girthy, you're going to have a problem with that case. Then you can take it out of the case. Uh-huh. But I mean, you can just get the little tootsie. Yeah. Um, but, yes, I have had clients switch to little tootsie from the flashlight. But they said it does feel like the real thing, but tootsie feels better. Got it. Got it. And the, and you have to use lubricant. Any kind of stroker you're using, using lubricant makes it feel more real. Got it. 
Like, I'm an advocate for getting teenage boys flashlights and strokers. Really? Well, because I think that boys, you know, well, teenage daughters have performance anxiety mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. Because they have to be, air quotes, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, girls don't have that. We just got to lay there and be cute. Mm. <laughs> With, like, you want to, as a parent, you want to prepare your child for success. I hear you. Okay. So hand in water, hand in lotion is nothing like what vagina feels like. So when I realized my son was masturbating, I did provide him with lubricant. Mm-hmm. We had a detailed conversation about it, but I was like, you're using water and lotion and soap, all things that are designed to be absorbed by the skin. Yeah. That feels nothing like the real thing. Now, he's only 13. Yeah. So I wasn't going to just pass him a pocket pussy at 13. <laughs> but I think that the lubricant was a step up closer to the real thing. Yeah. To help prepare him. Yeah. Because if he going to get in something real and bust immediately and be self-conscious about it and, you know, and their self-esteem is affected because we don't realize how much performance anxiety affects our young men. Mm-hmm. Because my son, like, when he was masturbating, he was watching a video and he was like, I just want to see what happens. I know sex is for adults. Right. But I want to be good when it is time to have it. Right. And then you see these videos. He up. Yeah. Like, he legit was, like, in his feelings because he wanted to be the best he could be, right? Right, right, right. I also think it may be kind of like a keeping a beast at bay kind of thing because mm-hmm. when you're masturbating for so long with your hand, you're bored with it. It's a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. You need some, something real. So if we can step you up to right. the masturbator from uh-huh. your hand, uh-huh. maybe we got a good another year or two <laughs> before you feel like you need to graduate to the next level. Right, exactly. No, I hear you. I just, I never, I, mean, I don't think know. I've ever thought about it that way. And I guess you're right when it comes to watching you know, watching porn and watching images, like, these dudes are out here just like, pop, 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 just, all right, right. what's going on here? I mean, thanks to editing, they look like they last forever. But right, like, and they don't know, right, and, no, and, and when you're that young, you don't know that, and, like, I mean, I'm not right. going to say that young, because I just did a college class, and this dude was in the back like, for real? That's not real? Sir, <laughs> sir, 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 I'm going to need you to watch a documentary, <sighs> sir, listen, no. <sighs> No, it's not real because I'm just saying, like, I, I would be I would be in pain if we go in that long. So, listen, no. I mean, you're a lubricant. My <laughs> thing is, I would love to art direct porn because I'm getting distracted by I can see her tracks and she only has eight no. nails. And the dude that she's dealing with name is Tyrone, but she has Jethro tattooed on her leg. No, like, no, no. I need... <laughs> See, I'm not focused. Well, I would be over that part. I'm not focused because I'm sitting here like, you did what? No, that's not gonna fly here. You spit on you spit on my ass. No, oh my God. no. Let me tell you what. You, you just spread me wide open and just just right here, just dry, just out. Okay, no. Mm 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 mm. No. And if you spit on me, no. Listen. Wish, Listen. I just had to tell a group of you my seventh. Right. I blame your mama. You're <laughs> spitting on people. No. I just had to tell a group of my seventh grade students the other day. I said, let me tell you something. If you don't take anything away from our classes together, I want you to know. You're not just going to hock one on somebody. I need you. I need you to go oh. buy some oh. lubricants, okay? Unless unless that's oh that person's gosh. thing, you can't just be showing up on the scene. Just let me tell you what I'm going to do today. I'm going to spit on you, okay? No. 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 So. And I don't have a gag reflex, like a physical gag reflex, but I have a mental gag reflex. So when people spit around me, I dry heave for like minutes. <laughs> 
What we not gonna do? I'm what gonna we not up. gonna do is? No, <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep my eye open on that job on that job for you because I do think it's necessary. We need we need you to be the art director out here because. They just, I'm saying, I'm about it. They just doing. I'm about it. They just doing the absolute most. Like no <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with my flat iron trying to blend the edges, <laughs> we're not, we're not doing this. You really in the details? I'm so serious. I was like, I can't focus because no, I can have, I can fuck in my body. Uh, if I don't, if I have the audacity <laughs> to trot my ass out in front of this camera. <laughs> I need all ten of my fingernails. It's gonna be all right. I need my, these edges, I need my lashes done. These edges laid. Okay. <laughs> if you're gonna have a weave, blend your shit. You spent three hundred dollars on bundles and didn't blend your shit. Laid, laid. Okay. I came here to entertain. I, need that shit to be. I came here to entertain, bitch. Listen, laid. <laughs> right. I'm not entertained. I'm distracted as hell. But you know what? I think that goes, I mean, this is just a much longer conversation that, of course, we're definitely <laughs> going to have you back to talk about. But I think it goes into, like you were saying earlier, what people consider white people things. Because when you look at porn with, like, people of color, and it's not always high quality, and it's like, wait a second. Why did y'all just pull out the coat, the the the, the couch mattress? Where are y'all shooting this? And so, I mean, there, there's so much work. There's so much work. Just like with everything, just like in the design of sex toys. I mean, we got work to do out here. So, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see your your first produced and directed. <laughs> All right, Goody. So we had an absolutely amazing time with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us, to talk with us, to be so open and to teach us, you know, teach us a little something, something about sex toys and what, what, what we got to do to put in this work. Um, but before you go, where can we find you? Do you have any, any upcoming events? How can we support your work? Um, well, I'm in the Dallas area in Dallas, Texas. So I'm actually having a sexy summer series. Ooh. So May, June, July, and August, I will be having a oral technique workshop once a month for May, June, July, and August. Okay. I'll be doing sex trivia, sexy minutes to win it, and sex bingo once a month Ew. for May, June, July, and August. Ew. And I'll be doing two co-ed toy parties, one in June and one in August. I'm in Dallas. ready. Now, I do travel, so if you want to book me, yes, tell I'm them. There. Um, and then on social media and stuff, um, my website is askgoody.com. It's under renovation right now, but there's something up. Um, <laughs> uh, my Instagram is askgoody, A-S-K-G-O-O-D-Y. Mm -hmm. My Twitter is askgoody. My Facebook is askgoody. My Snapchat is askgoody. I try to be easy to find. <laughs> um, my email address is askgoody at gmail awesome and that's it I mean I'm everywhere askgoody everywhere awesome. I'm goody Howard on LinkedIn yes yeah okay <laughs> I, I need a good LinkedIn okay I see I see you with that professional hookup now I ain't mad <laughs> yes 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 Co speaking coins <laughs> 
I am not mad. You better get out here with that with the, <laughs> with that LinkedIn. Yes. My bachelor's is in business management and development. You always I'm gotta be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Goody. It was great speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey y'all, so you just heard Goody Howard on with us talking about sex toys. If you enjoyed that conversation, let me know by rating the podcast on iTunes. Um, let us know what you think. Follow us, uh, Badge Esteem, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Uh, make sure you tell a friend, write me an email, go to the website, uh, at www.vagisteam.com. And remember, the podcast is coming to you weekly now. So I'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Bye.